0: This is German Warfare, the Battle of Ideas. Who was Sina van Rensburg?
1: Sina van Rensburg, in short, was a guy that lived about, a, let's say about a hundred years ago. And he became a, a well-known prophet. He, he became known as a prophet and a seer through what he predicted during the Anglo-Boer War, when he joined, um, well, he was actually part of various commandos. And uh, because of his involvement, the Boers of the time believed that God had sent him as a prophet to protect them. That's the long and short of it. Sinner's original name is actually Nicholas Peter Johannes, or just Nikolaus. Janser van Rensburg. So he was actually Janser van Rensburg and not van Rensburg But at that time, a lot of people just started shortening it to um, Siner van Rensburg But his full name is actually Nicholas Janser van Rensburg He was born in uh, the 3rd of August, 19, oh, 1864. And... Um, it's, there's a bit of controversy because a lot of people say he was born in Fontaine Farm, which is between Potterstrom and Clarksdorp, and others say he was born on Rickel Farm, where he also died later in uh, on the 11th of March 1926, aged, what's, what's that, 62? And uh, yeah, he, he spent his whole life on the farm. On Ritkal farm, that is. And uh, he only had 20 days of schooling because his dad decided, you know what, I need you more on the farm than I need you to be an educated man. So he never really learned to to write, though he did learn to read. And he only read the Bible. His mom taught him to read by showing the words one by one and sh- teaching him to read the words by spelling them out so he read his whole life by following word for word so he never wrote down his own visions he got other people to do, do it for him
0: when you say the name Sinophon redensburg here in south africa mm-hmm. it conjures up a lot of emotion uh, he he is a very significant figure within Afrikanadom. Why is this?
1: You know what? It's about, he wrote, okay, he came up with around 700 visions. Now, what happened is he gained popularity during the Anglo-Boer War, where people started believing these visions of his Because a lot of them were accurate. And unfortunately, a lot of people thereafter started saying that there's not a single prediction of his that did not uh, come to a positive outcome or realization, let's say it that way. Unfortunately, I have evidence that some of his predictions did not go quite the way that he said. But unfortunately, what happened, not unfortunately, but what happened is that a lot of people started using Senior von Reinsberg's visions to interpret them to a um, agenda to fix emotion with the Afrikaner people. And not just Afrikaner people, but the Boer people. Now, you will hear a lot of people talk about Boer profit, Boer profit rather than Afrikaner prophet Sinaf Rindsberg, because there is a bit of a polarization between these groups. But these visions from Sinner said that Boers will one day again take over South Africa. And that the, as he said, the viertler Solvier wapper. The Fiertler will then again be raised and the country will belong to the Boers. And that's why He's become very popular because people keep this as hope.
0: Yeah, I suppose actually before we go any further, it might be Mm -hmm. relevant just to distinguish
1: between a Boer and an Afrikaner. It is hard to tell the difference, but a lot of people try to split the two on genetics. There is no genetic or there isn't always a genetic difference. It's more an ideology. So... To give you an idea of a split that occurred, in 1914, this is now we're talking First World War era, there was a rebellion in South Africa, which a lot of people almost kind of dismiss. And Sinefren Rinsberg was actually part of this rebellion where he joined um, initially General De Wet and uh, um, De La Rey. This is the, 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 the same era in which de la Rey was killed on the 15th of September 1914, where he was accidentally shot. But Sinefrenzburg actually w- saw this. Yes, he predicted that. He predicted it. Now, that rebellion was a rebellion against the government of South Africa at the time, which was the Africana government. And the rebellion said, we don't support the Afrikaner government who are supporting the allies, being the British. We support Germany. So the rebellion and the group decided to go to German Southwest or German West Africa, which was at that time Namibia, as we know today. And there they were supposed to meet up with Marnie Moritz and... Uh, General Kemp and all these people, and General Delaray was supposed to join them. But in an accidental shooting on the 15th of September, 1914, General Delaray, who was supposed to be the leader of this rebellion, was now killed. And from there, General Kemp had to take over the rebellion. And this rebellion was the Boer people the actual farmers of the time who said we are separating ourselves from the afrikaner government of the time and we as boers are rebelling and that's where the original split started
0: sorry can i can i can i jump in sorry i just want to make sure that we're on the same page when we talk about mm-hmm. a boer you also have the capital b and the lowercase b mm-hmm. the lowercase mm-hmm. b
1: simply meaning farmer mm-hmm. the uppercase b is the boer meaning um, a, a, a type of people, a folk, as they are known. And uh, from there, a separation started. Now, to give you an idea of that is actually a stage two. In my opinion, it, it actually started way earlier with the Cape Colony. Go look at the old South African flag. Do you remember the old South African flag? What mm. did it consist of? Orange, white, and blue. Now, what did the where was the field clear in this flag? In the middle on the left. Yes, remember. And then we had the free state flag in the middle. And then we had the British the
0: uni- flag. Yeah, the Union on the Jack. Right.
1: The Union Jack. What did these represent? A lot of people don't know the history of this. That big part of the flag represented the Cape Colony, which was Afrikaner folk, which was the Afrikaner people. And then we added to that the ZAR. The ZAR, the original ZAR was the Zuid-Afrikaanse Republic consisted of the Transvaal and the Orange Free State and the northern parts of Natal, Natalia, and that's why those were incorporated into that flag. But the actual people that took over the country were the Afrikaners, and they tried to mix all of these people into one. This is my personal opinion. I may be wrong, but this is, if you go and look at the total history and reading all the books that I've read, I can give you samples and show you books that I've read that actually give you an idea of this kind of history now originally this was not a problem the mixing of the two types of people the Afrikaners and the boers and even calling them the same through uh, social engineering was not a problem it became a problem when in 1994 the Afrikaners turned the country into this new rainbow nation then the Boers said, you know what? We want nothing to do with Afrikaners who gave away the country and we separate ourselves. So now you get a lot of people calling themselves, especially if you go look on TikTok as an example, Burmaisi, Burisian, Buraplas, and you know, those type of things. But you don't find anyone proudly calling themselves Afrikaner. There was this rise in in Afrikanerdom,
0: which sort of competed with the boers in the early 1900s and going mm. back now to sinner van rensburg he was a boer and he was talking to the
1: boers is that right yes yes he considered his people the boer people in the in sinner's time there were already two political groups within let called the, the 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 white nation, although the the amongst the white people, the supper and the nutter. The supper were the South African party members, which were your more liberal type of people, and those were considered the in today's terms, the more of an Afrikaner type. Then you got the nutter, who were more the nationalist type and a little more on the conservative side. And from there, a separation was generated, which even in Sinner's time, he would say, I talk to my people, the Boor people. Now, there are a lot of the interpreters who interpret his visions, who refer to his people as Afrikaners, because at the time, it didn't really matter the difference where it matters came later. But when Siener talks about his people, he talks, uh, just uh, by the way, his people are the color brown. So he refers to them as the people where the clear will be shown again. The clear belongs only to one grouping. The ZAR, South African Republic. South African Republic was the four-tracker people who escaped from the, colon, the Cape Colony. So they are a separate group. The Free State and the ZAR, uh, Transvaal or Transvaal at the time, which made up the ZAR, the main part of the ZAR. So I would consider sinner saver boor or pure boor because the fear clear to him was the important thing otherwise he would have talked of a a different color flag
0: am i correcting saying therefore he wasn't speaking to the Afrikaners?
1: yes he was not talking about or talking to the entire south africa he was not talking to um or white people. He was talking to a very specific group of people who ideologically separated themselves from the thought of which would later become Afrikanadom. So a separation from Afrikaner. And um, because Afrikaner at this stage is in many terms considered Fariah traitors.
0: Like F.W. de Klerk, for example.
1: Example, yes. Mm. Die Mann or, van Vereniging. Or, or Jan Smuts. You, you seen a, Jan Smuts as well. Jan Smuts originally, now, here's a very interesting thing. Jan Smuts in the beginning was not a traitor. Jan Smuts in the Boer War actually fought one of the hardest fights and had one of the Best commanders and fought the hardest. He was one of the very, very last people to give up. A lot of people don't know this. Go read the book um, "Commander" by nice writes, in which the whole story of Jan Smuts becomes very clear. Because the nice the nice as a young man, he joined the 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 Anglo-Boer War at the age of seventeen. He turned eighteen during the war, in the Uh, commander, and he tells you the whole story of what the war was like from his perspective, not from a perspective of hating a group of people or hating the war, etc. He purely tells it from a day-to-day perspective and the harsh conditions that they went through with General Smuts and how he kept pushing them and telling them we need to do this, we need to fight, we need to win this war for our people. General Smuts only turned once he became minister and in the First World War. Did you also know that um, General Smuts actually went and taught the English how to fight in the trench wars, etc.? He was a brilliant um military man but unfortunately through the process maybe through the the process of I've got a job to do he became a traitor money gave him away or his career gave him away or you know he succumbed to um the life of a career are there any
0: Boers then today Yes,
1: absolutely. Remember, bur. And this is maybe more my opinion than um, true fact, it has to be studied, is an, a thought process. It is a heart process separating you from people that are willing to um, mingle, change, accept what is currently going on in the country it's separating yourself from that liberal thought process giving up giving in and accepting what is happening all this conversation that
0: i've been having with you about afrikaners mm. versus boers it sort of sets a pretext for the work that cena did and has um become famous for if he wasn't mm. speaking to the afrikaners And he was speaking to the boers that would mean correct me if i'm wrong that a lot of his predictions or prophecies wouldn't be relevant today
1: no no they definitely will remember yes they still would be because he said for those who know it will not be so bad now please For those out there who do not believe in Sinner, I am a skeptic myself, (laughs) or I am a realistic skeptic, let's put it that way. I've seen enough of his predictions come true that um, I think there's an 80% hit rate, so I'm not going to discount anything he said. Even though he got things wrong on certain occasions, I'm going to quickly step back and I'm going to give you an example: the 1914 rebellion, where he joined uh, um, General Kemp, etc. He actually stood up and told his people, "You know what? We are going to win this. We are going to win this rebellion. This rebellion will go our way." And what happened when the in commander with general kemp he got arrested with the entire group of them all of them got arrested and he spent a year year and a half in jail he did not see that so his prediction of the rebellion succeeding was wrong just but he's, one but example he, but but he saw the rebellion he saw the rebellion mm. but he saw the rebellion succeeding Yet the rebellion was a total failure. They got all got arrested by General Smuts's forces. But let's now come back to the, um, our part where we say, Sinner said, for us who know, it will not be so bad. I'm going to stick my neck out and compare seen as predictions to revelations of the bible these are a warning and this is also the reason why i tell people why i want to translate a lot of these things into english his visions were originally written in a very broken form of afrikaans which was more dutch than afrikaans a lot of his things then got lost in translation when his daughter attempted to rewrite them in newer form afrikaans and the gist is that he tried to warn people that things in future are going to go wrong be prepared but i can't give you dates to when these things are going to happen very much the same as in revelations of the bible doesn't give times so things like his predictions of the third world war it's not going to give time but i can give you a very good indicator because if you do follow his predictions our problems in south africa will only start after england has been pretty much been destroyed that's very very clear from his predictions he said um Russia will fade into the background eventually from all the fighting that they cause. Germany will become the new economic superpower in Europe, but England will almost cease to exist. The biggest thing that destroys them is famine and a total economic collapse due to an immigrant flood that they will experience which we are seeing which are currently seeing it's happening mm. but we are still waiting for the economic collapse and number two we are waiting for that the country to collapse as a, a, and i mean from a, a social perspective not just economic
0: i'm quite curious we'll come back to some of those predictions or prophecies sorry what is the right word is that prediction or prophecy what do you call it? a vision a vision that's probably a good word hey? gonna,
1: yes Prediction and vision is pretty much the same thing. Um, prophecy, to me, is a very, very strong B- word to very use. Very biblical also. Yes, 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 Okay, so let's Although, go with vision. From, from, from a religion perspective, or from for those viewers watching this, um, I'm not discounting it. Mm. It's just that um, I'm rather going to stick to vision.
0: Okay, all right, I'll use vision. So we'll come back to the visions in a moment, but you mentioned that, did you say his daughter
1: wrote down uh most yes. of okay let's Actually, talk about that there was there were three people that wrote down his visions when he was um in jail he was in jail with a guy called kernels or sepia it was called sepia even and this guy wrote down his initial visions and when they left jail, he went home, and then initially, a Adoumini Rousseau wrote down a couple of his visions before Anna Barnost took over the task of writing the, uh, writing down the visions in old um, exercise books, school exercise books. The reason they were written down is because Sinat himself could not write. He could read, and he only read the Bible, but he couldn't write. So he had to use other people to do the writing for him. Now, here is is also a very important thing to remember when you see all these visions appearing on internet and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok. When Senior said something, it was recorded with a vision number, a date, and then the cryptic message which later had to be interpreted by someone. Sinner himself didn't do any interpretations of these visions. But if it was of importance to his people or of importance to the country, it was written down. Now you get a lot of people that say, but I got a private letter, or my dad said he got a private letter from Sinner that said this, this, and this. Which may be true, however, those kind of letters and things that he sent to other people were of importance to those people and those people's families only. They were of no national importance. Otherwise, he would have had his daughter write them down. So we have to remember this. Now, Sepi wrote down the first 248 visions. Then there was a small group of about 10 or 15 visions by Domini Rousseau, and then the rest, up to about 700, were done by his daughter, Anna Badenorst. And
0: where are all these visions archived today?
1: Sadly, these visions, um, with with Anna Badenorst's death, I think she passed away in uh, um, I stand to be corrected I think it's about 1984 she passed away and then her books were sent uh, her exercise books in which she had written down all the visions plus her rewriting of the visions to a newer form of afrikaans by the way she also made a couple of copies for people that asked for copies So there's a couple of other people that had copies of these books. Where these are, I don't know. But her original exercise books were sent to the Lichtenberg Museum, where they disappeared for a while, for about 10 10 plus years, until they were rediscovered by the curator in 1991. And a copy photocopies were sent to one or two people that actually requested them. One or two, a couple of people actually requested copies. Um, I've got some copies. I don't have uh, um, the full set of the original writings. Her handwriting was horrendous. <laughs> she wrote like a doctor. But I do know that Herat. Uh, um, is one of the people that has a full set of writings. our Pretorius has a full set of writings. And uh, Adrian Snyman also has a full set of writings. Now, the most famous of these people is Adrian Snyman. And uh, when you hear a lot of people that say, I have read Siner's book, they normally refer to the Afrikaans or the English version of this book. This is the original book that I have from 2004. This is Bootskaper van God, which is a uh, messenger of God. But later, the book was renamed to Stem van die or The Voice of the Prophet, but this is the original book. I also have a follow-up book, which was written in 2008, which is Siner Blas die Basijn, in which Adrian Neyman rewrote or reinterpreted some of their visions. Uh, that sounds dangerous, but, though. Uh, yes, it is. But let me get back. I just mm. want to step back a little. Lichtenberg Museum uh, burnt down. So the museum with those original, all the letters, all those textbooks, every bit of documentation of Senior von Rendsburg, the original handwritten documentation all gone so all that remains are copies unfortunately one of the people that do was have, it deliberate it's debatable we don't know at this stage The uh, investigation is still ongoing but uh, from what i have found out um it may have been accidental but in people's hearts, why did it take so long for the the, the fire to be reported, the fire engines to get there? No one did anything. So it seems that it was bad service delivery as we have in this country, and everything was let to let let burn.: If only somebody had a vision about that, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> True. I, I apologize for that very dark joke. <laughs>
1: uh, <okay. laughs> it's a very dark one, yes. Um, take me back. But coming, coming, okay, yeah. coming to dark. I'm going to give you a dark vision. Um, and I don't want to say who made the prediction or did the interpretation, but for instance, one of the predictions said that. Queen Elizabeth II will be the last monarch, there will be no one after her, yet we now have Prince Charles, who is now um, the kingpin, or the king, and he has taken over. So that prediction, or the interpretation of the prediction, according to this book, has been found wrong again. But Garrett says, I don't know if you guys can actually see this, but it says Elizabeth the Twitter, the last Basically, when you translate that, it says that she will be the last person sitting on the throne. But I, what I'm trying to understand then is
0: that vision wasn't targeted at the Boers, it was just targeted internationally.
1: Yes. CNET had a lot of international visions as well. About one-third of his visions were international. And um, he predicted, for instance, or had a vision that the superpowers in Europe will change. <clears throat> England will, as I said earlier, will, will become nothing. Germany will raise as the superpower, but not only the superpower in Europe, in the world, America even will become almost nothing. They will not. Apologies. America will not fade away completely, but America will not be the superpower they are today. He also said that the, the Ottoman Empire, as he called them, or the Turks, will fade away into obscurity which is today's um there were well we know the areas where where, Mm. where, what would we call the 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 east countries the middle east the middle east countries will fade into obscurity but that sub-saharan Africa now this is the interesting thing that Osiner also had a vision about South Africa will not only be taken over by the Boers, but they will eventually inherit and take over the entire sub-Saharan Africa. From the equator south, everything will belong to the Boers. Angola, Zambia, Zimbabwe, as we know it, Botswana, all those will be taken over by um, the Boers or controlled by them how this is part of the vision we don't know and of course that's a matter of interpretation too it's a matter of interpretation yes
0: because it might not necessarily mean political power it could mean economic power or uh, some sort of McCarthyism or whatever
1: yes 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 Uh, uh, um, and from what i've read and i'm trying to interpret a lot of these things myself because we have to remember these books don't come with any kind of thing that they tell you what these the symbolism means. I did discover a book in which A.W.G. Raad, the Viertler Waper Weer, I actually own the book and uh, I have to admit that I created a PDF from the book, but in order to create the PDF, I had to scan the book, which meant that I had to um remove the back end and fold the book open but i do have the book and in that book you actually have a table of contents that this tell you what what these symbols that senior from Rinsberg saw in his visions what they meant for instance the color blue always meant germany the color um, brown meant his people or the boers and um things like wagons wagons always indicated war and and when he said he he, he sees the earth turn means that a period of time will pass
0: okay so what you're saying is that he he operated quite a lot with symbolism Hmm.
1: Hmm. sinner worked very much like the old um prophets of old in the bible but his symbolism was way deeper than what even they saw. So he would see sheep and would uh, compare people or groupings of people to sheep and cattle and use things from his time, grass growing, color of grass, um, streams, rocks. So um, he could only use what he saw to tell people what would happen in future from his visions. Not all of his visions were very far
0: into the future. A lot of his visions were also fairly close to his own time. For example, the
1: Anglo-Boer War, right? Yes, yes, yes. He actually had a couple of uh, run-ins where he saved his own commanders and other commandos during the Anglo-Boer War, where he saw things happen and then would tell people, hold on, we need to get away from this... Um, or escape, and his family during he was actually uh, with a commander with a, a general Rue, which my same surname. <laughs> um, this guy wouldn't listen to him, and Cyno von Ringsberg and his family said, "You know what? We're getting on this this part, and we are exiting here." And immediately thereafter, the English pounced on them. And all of them were captured. Well, most of the, 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 the camp was captured. But Sina von Rendsburg, fortunately, his group escaped. Now, this is how uh, General Del actually got hold of him and said, you know, hold on, this guy can protect me and my commander. And his biggest job in the war was not to, he actually never carried a gun. He was there to protect the presidents, and the generals, especially General de la, de la Rey. Did he
0: have a vision about mm. the National Party and, of course, uh, blacks taking over South Africa?
1: Yes, yes. Now, we also, in that same um, breath, have to mention the process of takeover because from the takeover process, he predicted or had a vision that South Africa will be taken over by black people, but that it will take a long time and we will go through hell in the process. But he also, um, according to certain people, had other visions that when certain people die, and I'm going to mention it, Mandela, when he dies, there will be war in South Africa didn't happen. Unfortunately, that vision or the interpretation of that vision was incorrect. Um, also, things like the glass coffin. There was a vision, or supposed to be a vision, in which Mandela would be laid in a glass coffin. Never happened. Um, there was also a, nice, a, a thing called Nach van Mesa. Messe. Night of the Long Knives, which was supposed to be a vision that he had. But it later turned out he never had this vision. And then people who wrote the books later said, oh, hold on. No, but Johanna Brandt had this vision, not Sinner. Uh, Sinner just supported it. Now, I actually went and found this book. It's a very, very hard book to find. And... um that book contains an extra vision, which was supposed to have been added later to the original millennium book written by Johanna Brandt. So, unfortunately, that has been added. Other things that have been added to Sinder von Rinsburg are things like the, 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 the diamond as big as a sheep's head, the skarpkop diamant, which will just be found lying on the, on the ground somewhere. Doesn't exist. No such vision exists. It was made up. Also, visions like the Kruger millions doesn't exist. V- Seinert von Rinsberg never had a vision about the Kruger millions. So, we have to be very careful when we look at these visions and see them in public on YouTube channels and Facebook groups, etc. Not all of these visions are truly Sinefransburg Visions for new or old but he did predict
0: the 2023 World Cup Final victory
1: yeah no (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) um oddly that is one of the very few fake um, the visions we have to enjoy, but it actually had a date at the bottom. Now, if you can look at the date, what was the date on that one? 1902, October 1902. When did the, 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 the Anglo-Boer War end? Ah, October 1902. <laughs> yeah, no, um, unfortunately, that one is fake as well. Going
0: back to the fake visions, I'm guessing there are a lot of them that are attributed to Sinner, but have absolutely nothing to do with them.
1: Yes. What often also happens is that Nostradamus' visions and Sinner's visions sometimes get intermingled. So people have to be very careful. So I tell people, if you want to make sure a vision is a Sinner vision, it will always have a number, a date, and then describe the vision, which will be very cryptic and then below that the interpretation if it just comes up with words already explaining what it is but it doesn't reference back to where the origin the original uh, number and date is don't be very careful of just believing it because a lot of people make up these things for their own agenda and often these are not friendly people it may be people that want to either gain some kind of monetary value out of it, or um might actually be our enemies who are trying to discredit Sinner by creating false visions which they hope will not come true.
0: I saw a vision supposedly attributed to him that uh he foresaw nine eleven.
1: That um now, here's another thing about senior's visions. A lot of the visions only start making sense after they have, certain things have happened. And unfortunately, it is one of those things that seem to be accurate, but you couldn't have um, interpreted the, the, the vision beforehand. In other words, it only made sense once the event had already occurred. I can't remember the exact description of the event, but, but he actually did describe it. If you go and look at the detail, it is is actually there. And it does, to an extent, make sense that this is what he was talking about.
0: Let me play devil's advocate for a moment. If you mm. are only able to interpret events after they've occurred, doesn't that sound a bit convenient?
1: No. The same with uh, Revelation. I'm going to come back to Revelation in the Bible. It's warnings. So these things do not make sense because a lot of, uh, always, but the warning as part of the text tells you of what will happen thereafter because that vision said once this happens, things in the east will start becoming difficult for the rest of the world that's basically the gist of it and we know how suddenly things in the east escalated after 9 11. the entire myself we a lot of us remember where you were the day that event occurred but think about what you knew of the world before then you didn't know about problems in the middle east until that date and then your whole mindset about the middle east and what they mean to the rest of the world changed
0: what Rion, would be the significance of giving all these warnings
1: I'm going to come back to what I said right in the beginning for those who know it will not be so bad it's it's a basic thing of knowledge is power for us that know if things start going wrong we and I'm not saying that we we have to go pack our backpacks full of Uh, tinned food, and uh, fire sticks, and you you name it, to to survive out in the wild. I'm just saying be mentally prepared, be physically prepared for anything that can go wrong at any time. Have backup plans, have a, a bit of spare cash somewhere, or Anything of monetary value that you can exchange should things go wrong. I'm not telling you to become a survivalist, but be prepared. When things go wrong, do you have a backup plan? For instance, if, if, if things should go wrong in your area, do you know the layout and do you know your escape routes to get out of your town should your town become a dangerous spot? As you just- example. You're describing the Seitlanders. Yes. But remember, it's not just the Seitlanders. You you have to look at uh, at multiple ways. I stay in a place where I am um, looking at either defense, if it's possible, but if defense is no longer an option, I have to look at the, the – I follow the news. I'm going to give you a very good example of uh, what's currently happening in Palestine. We, have, we now have people attacking us. What do those people in Palestine do? You see these things coming across you, and they're landing here, and they kaboom. You have to make a decision. But for the people who saw this thing coming way ahead and said, mm, hold on, I'm not going to wait until these things pop here. Yeah, I'm going to go now, because I want to protect my family. I'm going to move south. I'm going to get out of Gaza and I'm going to protect my family. Those are the people with the full knowledge and um, just a bit of, you know what? As they call it in Afrikaans, get out while you still can. You can only protect and defend so much.
0: Rion, you say Sina was uh, a very God-fearing man, very biblical man. How did his visions align with
1: the bible that is a very hard question to answer but to give an idea of how he was trusted by those who put him in the position of religion he became an elder at the uh Near the de Kerk, which is a church in Volmaranstad, he became an elder at the age of just twenty-one because of his scriptural knowledge. His entire life was based around the church, and the uh, not the church. I'm sorry, the Bible. It was literally the only book that he read, and even from early age, when he left school, and he went back to his farm in Red and started tending the sheep, he would take the Bible with him to the copy where he would sit and watch the sheep and he would read the Bible. No one knows how many times he read the Bible from start to finish. And for that simple reason, he was trusted as someone who knows the Bible, who has been given a... um, a reason for being a prophet. He was called prophet. He was not just called seer. A lot of people considered him an actual prophet. And to this day, a lot of people consider him a prophet. So when you are ordained prophet, then your words and your visions gain a certain significance. How was he viewed in his time? You know, he, he was he was basically trusted by everyone. He was not uh, um, even by the the enemy at, at some stage. Um, General Methuen was was uh, um, one of the guys who got captured through a process of the visions that Sina had. So Methuen suffered for not listening and not. Um, A year, well, not listening to the visions, because in the process of trying to capture the Boers, he got captured. So he was very respected in the process of um, warfare, where he protected his people, and on way too many occasions, he predicted or had a vision which saved these people from capture. Mm. For General, Crenier. He actually w- warned him and told him, you know, you're going to be captured, and I'm going with you at Part of Kroll, Part of Ar, where General Kroonier got captured. He said, I'm out of here, because you can get captured. And that happened. And from there, people said, hold on, this guy knows something, which is the reason he got Invited by General Bray to join his commander because General Delray said, This man can do this, he must be guided by the hand of God. And he obviously was,
0: if his hit rate was so good.
1: You know, his hit rate is. Way above average. You know, if you you go flip a coin, you can guess what it's going to be, heads or tails. And from guessing, you're going to get 50-50, maybe. But if I start guessing 80% of the time, then you're going to start saying, hold on, you're lucky. But if I start guessing 90% of the time, you're going to say, hold on, this guy is just way more than, it's not just luck. And that is the difference. His hit rate was way too high. Or history did not write down enough of the failures. I'm going to come back to Adrian Sneiman as an example. If you own, or you you, you manage to find both these books, the one is called The Original Bootskaper van God. And then this one, which is in 2004, four years later, Sinar Blas die Bassein, And you go and compare them. You will say that, see that there are interpretations which have been rewritten. Now, also, if you go look at my my video series, now I know I'm, I'm only at part nine at the moment. There's way more to come. I must just find time to to do more translation because a lot of these things are written in old afrikaans which is very difficult in many cases to translate then you will see that the pers- persons giving the interpretation do not even agree with each other the main interpreters and the person i trust the most is boy musman he was a very close friend of cinder von rinsburg the closest friend, he he rode for miles. I think it's something like he rode seventy kilometers on his on his uh, horse to go and visit Sina from Ringsburg, and would spend days with them. And he learned the the most from Sina, and he taught other people how to interpret Sina from Ringsburg's interpret uh, visions, including his daughter. Nelly von Sale. However, even in some visions, Boy Musman and Nelly von Sale differ in some of the interpretations, and then you add Adren Sneeman, who somehow takes multiple visions and creates a timeline between them and tells you how they link together unfortunately, later in later books, he changes the timelines. And this is where the problem comes in with the visions, the way that they have been written. They are open to interpretation. Anyone can tell you almost anything. However, when certain things happen, then they plug in and they make sense. For instance, the the, the, the death of... Uh, uh princess diana it links up pretty accurately and um the death of uh, uh well nelson, nelson mandela coming to power that is there so a lot of these things are there but they make sense the moment you see them um, happen
0: you said earlier that he uh was speaking to his people which would have been the boers and not the Afrikaners. Yeah. Did he ever speak about the Afrikaners?
1: Um, Not in those words. He would only say, my folk, my means. So so, so. he would refer to um, a woman in brown who grows up uh, wearing a brown dress and things like that. But the interpreters would then add their words. Some interpreters would use the word Afrikaner, and others would use the word Boer. So Sina von Rendsburg never actually used the word Boer or Afrikaner. Yes, they refer to his folk, but uh, that's why I said it's 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 an ideological split that we create later through this whole social engineering mm-hmm.
0: process. So. Uh, Obviously, I'm not uh, a Boer or
1: an Africana, but no. if, I, if I, oh, no, what? No, 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 I'm going to disagree with you there. I would consider you more of a Boer type person because remember, it's an ideological thought process. As I said earlier, you are not a liberal person. No. Do you consider yourself liberal? No, no. exactly. So the, that is immediately your splitting process, and from there you split further. What did Boer people consist of? Now, what a lot of people from the Anglo-Boer War don't understand, there were Scottish people, there were Irish, there were French, there were German people fighting. The nate nice writes his book, again, Garid Commander. You will see how many people of other nations, even Australians and Canadians, fought with the Boers. Portuguese even. And they made up the Boer people because it was a mindset. It was an ideology. It was a a thought process that said, you know what? We are a separate type of people. I agree to these moral values. I agree to this cultural, and uh, um, I want to be part of these people. So it is not a genetic thing. It is not a language thing it is a th- in my opinion a thought process that makes you boor you decide hold on if no if wait surely he, no, he not ho- no not. okay go on, let me go give on. you i'm going to give you a further example if i have family that moved to australia and they stay there how long do they stay there before they and the people around them consider them Australian. Or are they going to be South African? And their children going to be South African for the rest of generation to generation to generation. I know of friends of mine, well not friends, family that have moved to Ireland and their kids are already considered Irish and they've only been there two, two years. But Riyadh, what I'm
0: struggling with you- with what you are saying, is if it's mm. simply ideological, then you can get a Jewish Boer or a Zulu Boer that doesn't that doesn't seem to align with
1: no. with how I understand it. No, no. Um, you know what? Um, you can get a supporter, but unfortunately, there is a certain amount of genetics involved. Right, oh, and, then, certain, but it, and, and then you but get allies. Just yes. It's not purely genetics. The, the problem is, you get a lot of people that say, um, and dit is a ding, en, um, geen persoon wat Afrikaans nie praat nie, sorry for all the Afrikaans, the moment people say, this is a pure genetic differentiation, and that we are a separate people, then that becomes wrong, because now you become way too granular. And yeah, I want to add, if I may, there is a book that has been written, Bura Book, I'm just going to confirm the spelling. There is a book on internet, which was written by Let's Pretorius. Now, this is the guy who was the leader of the Boerumach, but he is an actual doctor. And I'm talking about a medical doctor, but also to push it up to his doctorate. He wrote a book for his dissertation called The Boer Book. It is in Afrikaans, but I'm hoping it'll be translated at some stage uh, the spelling is D I E B O E R E B O E K dot CO dot Z A, the book. If you can get hold of that book, it actually discusses the differences and the social engineering between BUR and Africana. I do not agree with all that he said, but I do agree with a lot of the things that he has said and how he explains how the split came about and how it's currently growing. If you go look at, I'm going to give a quick example. If you want to go to TikTok and you register register yourself as a Buddha Macy, as a Buddha girl, You will have to stand in line of about 14, 15,000 people before you. It is one of the most popular Afrikaans names currently being used on TikTok. If there are 14,000 plus girls or young women calling themselves Macy, it means they want to separate themselves from something else which is that africanism
0: do you think that there is then perhaps an increase in shall we say buddha mentality
1: in yes. south africa absolutely absolutely the the the, the which the buddha which, mentality which, sorry which which would
0: then feed into the idea or the vision of the the Boers taking over the 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 sub-Saharan Africa at at
1: some point. Yes. Now, I I, I don't want to do an interpretation, but when senior said the fierdier solvier wapper, his flag of his people will be raised again. I sometimes think it's not going to be a physical flag. I think it's his people. Becoming more, the mentality and the grouping growing, the heart change. The people say, hold on, I don't want to be part of this liberal group. I want to be part of this rebel group because that is not good and this is good. We see it in our musical artists growing Every year, more and more Afrikaans, um, Bura Gruppe, Bura Music, Bura everything. Uh, Guys like Joe Black, Steve Hofmeyer, all of these guys, and the newer generation, every one of the newer generation Afrikaans singers are all dressing and, um, their, their, their music and. The cultural look to their videos is heading towards blast and boor. The people that are wearing their alleys, that are wearing their bosshood, bosshood and they're wearing the right colors, and they are part of the group that, when the Bitter Einders, do you know the Bitter Mr. Hofmeyer's son, that tends to walk in amongst those EFF guys and say, Hold on, you guys are not going to stomp around on my people. Who are my people that he's referring to? Why is he calling himself Bitter Ender? Because Bitter Ender is a Boer thing. Who were the Bitter Ender? The Bitter Einders were the last of the Boers that fought against the British and the Hensoppers and everyone else. The last of the Boers that remained. Those were the Bitter Einders.
0: They fought to the bitter they end. they were
1: Boers. They were Boers. They were not Afrikaners. But that, that's the world we are going to, where we have a grouping of young people, especially young people, who are now standing up and saying, you know what, I don't want to be part of this Afrikanerdom. They've already accepted that everyone says the NP, they are the National Party, who are the Afrikaners, the traitors they gave away this country so i don't want to be afrikaner i don't want to be called afrikaner however you still get people that say you know what i'm still going to call myself afrikaner i don't have a problem with them actually actually but i don't want to call myself afrikaner i want to call myself Boer. i prefer to be called boor but i'm not gonna show any animosity towards afrikaner mm. I just don't want to be part of his culture. I don't want to be part of that, um, that stigma, because unfortunately, Afrikaner developed a stigma, especially when you accept being a boor. Then, you smell the stigma. If I can, if you go look at the comments on all my sinner videos, you'll always see there is people that say that Sinner was not an Afrikaner because a lot of the interpretations refer to Afrikaner, an Afrikaner folk, especially when it comes to Nalifan van Sayle. Nalli was the daughter of Boy Musman who referred to the people as May folk, but he never used the words Boor or Afrikaner. Afrikaner was later used by Nelly van Sail because at that time there was pride in Afrikaner in being called Afrikaner because they used the Afrikaner name to try and unite South Africa as a country the same thing with a the flag they tried to unite the entire union in 19 what is it 1965 when South Africa became a republic 1961 i forget that unification was under Afrikaner, not Boor. So people accepted it. And everyone started moving away from being Boer until, I can give the splitting moment, until the Booramoch did what they did. Which was what? Then those explosions in Soweto. Where the Boerumach said, we are standing up and we are rebelling against what you guys are trying to force on us. We no longer want to be Afrikaner. We want to be separate. We want to break away. And I don't want to be nasty uh, uh, towards people of Orania. But this is why Boers, Boer people, don't want to go to Orania. Because Orania is pure Afrikanerdom. Don't have a problem with it at all. They are hugely successful. But we need a Boer area where we can say we have access to the sea. And in this group, this area, this land mass, we can look after our own people.
0: I speak under correction, but I think that was tabled under FW uh, during the negotiations. And I think the the geographical region was, yeah. And I think the the region was somewhere around the Northern Cape. Mm
1: -hmm. It was a Northern Cape. It was supposed to include part of the Northwest up to here where I am and a little further to Poch. And it was actually promised. Was promised by Mandela and was actually a Cadessa um, tabled that that is how it will be. But everything was taken away. The the, the whole Cadessa thing was a scam. It was a, a sham, a scam. Um, and it's not just us that lost everything there. What happened to Vendor? What happened to Transky? What happened to Cisco? all those areas, everything got taken away, even from those groupings of people. And now they're throwing them all into the same one big pot and saying, you're all this big rainbow nation, we've got 11 official languages, 12, well let's make it 13 if we take Ramaphosa's Ekbrat Kok. Sorry, you'll have to cut that out. But that's, that's the country we live in now, that they want to force everyone into a single bowl, and you cannot do that. We've got cultural differences, and mm. even the Zulu versus Causa is a cultural difference. The sutus, the, the 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 vendors, those people are different. They do not say, share the same cultures, and even when. Two of those people fall in love and they want to get married. It is an absolute schlip. Mm. Did uh, did did Sina talk about that
0: multiculturalism?
1: Yes, he actually saw that we will be thrown into a pot, uh, a, a, a smelt and from there it will be purified into the various groupings. Remember, Sina used the k word to describe these people because um, that is the way they were simply described it was not from hate Sina did not hate black people at all Um, he simply saw them as not part of his nation or his folk we purchased well i'm going to say we but the four trackers as far as they travelled through the country into the northern parts, they purchased land, entire free states, and there are documents proving that that these pieces of land was all purchased. And then they saw the mountains of Lesotho and said, you know, the, the Basotho don't agree. We not, no, no, no. we we'll leave the Basutos alone. Because the Basutas were the only feared people at that time, and they said, well, We're going to leave you guys alone, but we'll buy sheep from you. They bought a lot of sheep from, from the Basutas, and they did a lot of trading with donkeys, etc. So they wrapped around, but they left the people to do their thing, and they bought mm-hmm. land from them legally, and it all got taken away. Now, interestingly, which is the only people that took land from other people? I'm asking you this question. British. Mm. The British took land from black people. Mm. And there is actually a, a newspaper article that actually indicates the very first initiation of apartheid, where Queen Elizabeth did a proclamation that in uh, Pretoria that black people may not walk on the, s- the sidewalks of Pretoria; they have to walk in the street. No one knows that; it it gets hidden. You know what? I give every person the right to believe or not to believe in Sina Forensberg. But what I want to tell people that choose either, either side, don't be an enemy of the other side. His words were a warning to us all, whether you want to believe it or not, take heed, read it, learn from it, and learn from it. If you feel that you don't learn anything from from it, it's your choice. But don't be an enemy of someone you don't agree with.
0: Rion, how can I follow your work?
1: The easiest way is, uh, unfortunately, the algorithm on YouTube is a bit against me. So you have to search for stories from South Africa and then add "siner." All those words separate and you will find my channel. The actual channel is called Stories from South Africa. And if you go to youtube.com forward slash stories from South Africa, one word, you'll also find it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please visit supportgerm.com.